The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing vision and strategy for new SEO leaders. Joining me today is Bjorn Darko, who is head of product and SEO at Ladenzala, which is one of Europe's leading product comparison platforms for fashion, living, lifestyle. They were founded in 2009 and acquired by Axel Springer Group in 2021. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Here's our episode with Bjorn Darko, head of product and SEO. Bjorn, welcome back. Hi, Tyson. Good to see you and good to chat again with you after, I think it was a year. It's been a year now. It's been too long. Been too long. We're both Search Metrics alumni. Bjorn was VP of product um, while I was VP of services at Search Metrics. Bjorn also has his own podcast, uh, SEO Presso. So we'll have links in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. And even before those roles, like we both were, came kind of from the professional services or digital strategy group at Search Metrics. So it's good to have you back on. Thank you. Let's do it. Yeah. So in this episode, we're talking vision and strategy. 
I think it's always like something that's a, it's always a fundamental part of leadership within SEO, but it's obviously heightened when you're joining a new organization as like stepping into a leadership role or even being kind of promoted from within. When you've been in that situation, what are kind of like your first steps in formulating a vision and strategy for an organization? I think to add what you said, it's not only leadership, but it's it's first and foremost ownership, right? If you have the sense of ownership and with the leadership that you have naturally, you just want to come up with your own strategy and you don't want to do what was done before, right? So whenever I come into a, a new company, the first, like, let's say two to three months is auditing the entire business, right? I think we can take an example from product management where product management also comes up with a product vision and then a strategy that caters for that vision. And I think that's the same what we can and what I do when I join a company as a head of SEO. So again, like the first three months, auditing the website, of course, that's fundamental, but also taking a lot of time to interviewing a lot of stakeholders, people that work in the organization, the management, and also people that do the, the operational work, right? Because what you need to do is like, you need to understand the business in itself. You need to understand all the processes that are connected to each other and that are worked on a daily basis because what you want as an SEO is actually bringing all those people and all those processes together and make sure that they understand SEO first and foremost. So because you want them to do SEO for you, otherwise it's not scalable for you. And secondly, you also want to make sure that you can support them with data, also with knowledge, with training, whatever there is, in order to make sure that they make a better job in doing SEO for you. So that's the first thing that you need to understand the entire business. On the other hand side, you also should dive into customer reviews or customer research, right? And talking to UX guys, talking to the product itself and making sure what is it, what the user actually expects from us? What are they looking for on a regular basis? What are the most important products that we have, the most important services that we offer to make sure that your strategy is also looking at the big fishes or, or the big frogs, so to speak, right? Uh, of course, there will also be potential things and potential projects and products that you need to take into. But I think uh, starting from there, that's super important. So having an entire and holistic picture of the business and what runs the business and who is it being run by whom and how is that all in, uh, connected? That's the first thing that you need to do in order to come up with a strategy, A, how to support them and how to scale scale it. And then, of course, you need to also manifest it somewhere and write it down, right? So what I always do is like coming up then with a presentation or like a, a narrative where I try to explain my five-year vision of SEO within the company and really, really writing it in, in sentences. It, it should be inspirational, but also should highlight the most important things that you want. That That's important for everybody also to understand your idea and vision. And there's a lot of great points in there. And I would say like one of the big takeaways from that is you're joining in and you're going through this kind of like data collection inventory process. And it's not just in the sense of like what problems or what deficits do we have from website functionality or content assets that we have, but you're describing and you're making kind of the, the point to the listeners here is 
you really have to understand the organization and the same homework that you would do on understanding the website you're doing on the organization and you're starting to build those relationships, understand what's already existing, what the business is going towards. And then I also really like that you throw in the additional kind of like almost user research. So you're creating this vantage point of where are we at with the current website? What's the organizational framework that we're going to be operating within? And then what's our North Star of what the user is looking for? And I feel like each of those is really critical in having a successful kind of vision and strategy because, you know, again, it's just not hitting those like fractional points. To your last point, though, on the kind of presenting of it. So I like that you framed up by saying like, hey, you have to be thinking of the five year, like get people excited about it. What's the format and the delivery? Are you kind of doing like a roadshow with this presentation and this messaging once you have it created? Or are you doing kind of like one main presentation and then you're just ad hoc bringing it up on the fly whenever you're joining those individual conversations? Or like what recommendations can you give for people to to sell that vision to the organization? I think the the most important aspect to consider is that you have support from the management. What I would advise to do is share also the draft of that presentation with the management and keep them in the loop, right? Because if you come up with a strategy and add a vision for your SEO and you want to be successful, you need to have the support of the management and you also need resources, right? Because based on the strategy, you also need to look at the team if you have the right skill set that can cater for that strategy or you need to hire more people, right? And for this, you need budget. And that comes mostly from the management. So keeping them close in the loop with the draft, also sharing ideas with them. Hey, regular one-on-ones, hey, this is what I observed. And I think that's not right. We should do it rather like this and stuff. And also get their input because, I mean, they know the business quite well, right? Uh, Or should at least. Uh, So they can give you input that is also valuable uh, for your strategy or things that you might haven't considered because you're fresh and you're new and you don't know the entire history. So keeping them in the loop is super important because then you have their buy-in and they are not surprised at the end, right? On the other hand side, it also gives you the possibility to already bundle up with the management because also in the long term, you need them and their support. You bundle up with them and you try to build up on a relation and also understanding their goals. I think that's the most important thing, right? They have their goals and their agenda. At the end of the day, your SEO strategy needs to cater also their goals because their goals most of the time oversee the entire performance of the company. So this is A, keeping them in the loop and then making sure that also with those people that your strategy is impacted by or also um, domains that are impacted by your strategy. For for us, for example, I work in e-commerce, so my strategy impacts the quality in the category management. It also impacts sales. It also impacts uh, UX uh, product and content and stuff. In my strategy, there are things which make sure that they also do SEO and that we leverage their talents and skills and they, I need their support. That's why it's also important with their heads or their directors also to check in and also share the draft with them. Also ask them what they think about it and make sure that they understand your observations and stuff. That's super important. And then once you have the buy-in from the leadership, right, then you're going to present it, uh, the final version in your leadership in a leadership round again, and then you get the buy-in to also do it in an all hands to present 
your strategy in your all hands and then the strategy should consist of, of more than just like a, a vision statement, right? I think what's important to make sure that everybody understands where you're coming from, why you built the strategy. So making sure that you put interdependencies in the presentation. So what is dependent on SEO and what is SEO dependent on? And make that visual so that they understand what kind of dependencies there are. Then also making sure that they understand after you presented your vision statement, how you're going to do, go there, right? What is it what you change? And for us, for example, I came into this company. This company did for 12 years like active link building with content marketing campaigns. So we had 15 people for 12 countries. And they were, of, of course, like a country specialist because they came from that country and um, the content marketing campaigns. And I came in and I said, hey, Ladenseil is so big. It's such a big authority but we really lack on the product side. So what I said is like, I want to move away from this campaign building and want to do product-led SEO. But that means that we don't focus on the countries anymore. We focus on the platform itself. If we do one thing for one country, then we roll it out for the other countries as well. We had a huge lack of internal linking, had an automated way to index things. We have a huge lack still on the content side, right? And so on and so forth. So making sure we as product managers in SEO, really influence the product and leverage content UX and all those other departments to make sure that we have a good product that also works for organic users or people coming from search. So what I said is like, okay, we change this completely and we focus on product, we focus on content and we focus on data. That's what I pointed out in the beginning that all the data that we have, search demand, impressions, what went well last year, what are trends that, that are coming up that we influence sales with this data and say, look, there's a new trend for the specific product. We don't have inventory for it, but we want to rank for it. Could you go and, and acquire some shops that list those inventory on our platform so that we can start building landing pages for it? And again, like content itself, we don't have content, uh, so much content on, on the e-commerce platform as well, but we have a big content team. And working with them and making sure they understand how content needs to be structured, how it needs to be set up to fulfill an intent and also like the theory of the intent, making sure they understand it. That's a lot of education, but also building a lot of reports and analyzes uh, that visualize what we mean. So really influence them uh, with this. And, and then, of course, like the, the entire product-led uh, situation where or theory or like strategy where we really now work together with product owners, designers. In product management, you divide product management in discovery and delivery. So discovery is actually coming up with a problem statement, come together with a team trying to solve the problem and come up with ideas how to solve the problem. For example, we wanted to go big with sustainable fashion. So we created a new category for it. And we wanted to have like an entry page, like an, an, an entry, like an, a world where a user can entry the topic of sustainable fashion because we wanted to make it dependent from what we have on the other side. And this landing page consists of so many good internal link elements of so much good content and imagery and stuff. And it's really thought from the users because they did user research, they, they worked with prototyping, they iterated on the prototype and so on and so forth. Another concrete example is also main menu, right? Most of e-commerce pages that I know have like a really static main menu. Now it is one of the most important navigational element on the website. And of course, from an SEO perspective, you have interest to put 
seasonal relevant trendy links in there so that the user can find them. So we went on and like discovered completely new main menu, how we want to build it so that we have like seasonality in there, trends in there. We have imagery in there and it looks fresh and cool, so to speak, right? And that's the best thing that you now can have because you think SEO from the beginning when you build products and not putting it on top afterwards. That's that's the best situation that we are in. And it's only because I got the buy-in from the management. They bought my story. They bought the strategy and we're convinced that is the right way to do because it also meant moving people to other uh, domains and also letting go some people because the team was too big, right? But I had the buy-in and, and therefore it worked quite well. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, I, I mean, you're dropping a lot of... A lot of really helpful tips, and I'm I'm going to save a little, a few of my questions for our next episode to tease the audience a little bit, which we'll have that out tomorrow. But within that, I think one of the really like key takeaways for me is you're creating this kind of almost in the same way as you have like your content funnel, and it's so it's like you have your elements of showing the big picture vision, the alignment to the business goals to bring on like, hey, this is how we're enabling the business to achieve on what we're trying to do. And then in that like delivery also to like the broader audience, you're showing how the individual tasks that are coming feed into that overall. And one element that I really like in your description there is you're doing some level of like consolidation or simplification of the work so that it can be crafted into like a cohesive narrative. And so, yeah, within content or within building out some of these specific experiences for it, there's going to be a laundry list of tasks that are going to have to be delivered to achieve it. But it's like you're not going to go through 200 rows of tasks that need to be completed. You have that kind of like, hey, to get to this large goal, as an organization, we need to execute on A, B, and C. And then when people are receiving specific tasks, it's like, 
all right, that connects to A, that connects to C. And so they're already starting to feel the value of their work or the value of the request to then bring everybody like on board together in the same direction. Yeah, I just want to comment like on two things here. So the most important thing that you as a leader then have is actually to sell this story, right? And to sell what you're going to do. And I very often come across like super complex uh, slides where people trying to explain super complex things. Sometimes they don't understand it by themselves. That's why they also use a, a complex lingo and not really, and the people that are listening to it, they also don't understand it, right? And since SEO is such a black box and people don't know how long does it take, what you need to do, what is internal linking, what is indexing, and stuff like one thing that helped me and I also preach to my team is that whatever you do, simple visualization. You don't need to put everything in there. It's just important that they understand the high level idea of it. And for this, like really, really simple visualization on a granular level, right? The other comment I wanted to give, I mean, the strategy itself, it's not final, right? What needs to happen after the strategy and here we can again learn from product management is coming up with a strategic roadmap right? Where you have a specific timeline, you don't need to be very, uh, very detailed on the timeline. You can also use something like now, next, later, or Q4, Q3, Q1. So like being brought in the timeline because you can't foresee what is happening. You know, there's other stuff coming that needs to be prioritized and stuff like that. But using the strategic roadmap to as a communication piece to the management and also to the company and saying, look, this is what we do currently. And this is what is coming next, uh, right? And constantly recurring communicators in all hands or in any other meetings and really use it as a communication piece. Uh, I think that is the most helpful thing also for people to understand, A, what is in progress, B, what is planned and how can they contribute, what is still needed from them or if they also have ideas for it. And also it manage expectations, right? When is this feature coming? When is like now in Germany, we have garden, like the garden category because spring is coming. So people are going crazy with garden furniture. And we test like AI text on some of our pages and people always asking, okay, when is it live? When is it coming, right? And if you have this roadmap and you can tell them, look, it's in progress and it will be done by X, Y, Z. But this communication piece also on the SEO side is super important. Because from the strategy itself, there's like, you know this by yourself, right? If you do an audit, for example, which for me is also a starting point of a strategy to understand the website, there will be tons of tickets that's being created out of this in order to prioritize it and also make sure people understand the effort and, and the value it brings like a roadmap is, is super critical. And last but not least, you also speak the language of a product department because you are heavily de dependent on the product department because they need to execute uh, your ideas, right? And you already speak their language because also they work with roadmaps. And it's such a good recommendation on the what's coming next or by quarters. And, and again, it doesn't matter the exact format of it. But I think that future outlook is really critical too in just resource allocations. You don't want surprises and you're going to be making requests to other teams for the delivery on some of those items. And the lead, like, you don't want it to be a surprise to the heads of those other departments <laughs> that something's coming. It's like you want to be on their roadmap. You want them to know it's coming. So then you're not, you're less likely to have that situation of like, oh, sorry, like we've already booked up or we've already, you know, filled all of our upcoming sprints. 
So I think that future outlook is a super critical element in just getting that buy-in across the organization. Yeah. Also shows that you have a plan, right? I mean, since SEO is a black box in most of the companies, this is your plan. This is your strategy. People know what's coming and what's happening. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a great point too. And I, I think it's something that just needs to be completely broken down because, yeah, it's like so, so many business partners are kind of, especially at the executive level, have that impression of like, hey, SEO is this black box and it's magic work that's just happening. And it's just, to me, it's that mindset is not the most constructive because it doesn't allow the executives to have any confidence in the predictability, the what's to come. And it's like when you have so much ambiguity, it makes it really difficult to plan around it. And so the more you can break down those mysterious black box elements, better. And it's it's something that I actually look for. And if someone's referring to SEO as a black box, I'm like, okay, I need to spend more time with that person. So they understand it a little bit more because that's not the impression that I want the organization to have. 100% agreed. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks again for Bjorn Darko, Head of Product and SEO at Ladenzala for joining us. Join us again tomorrow as we'll publish a new episode with Bjorn where we're going to continue the conversation and we're going to dive into establishing executive alignment on a new SEO team. If you can't wait until the next episode and would like to learn more about Bjorn, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in the show notes or you can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Bjorn Darko or visit his website SEO Presso and check out some of his podcast episodes as well. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.